Look, I know a lot of you are concerned about earthquake safety, and yeah, we cover all that stuff in the episode, but you shouldn't be. Don't be concerned. It's not a big deal. Earthquakes are very common, and most of the time, nothing really happens. I used to be afraid of earthquakes, but after talking with our expert today, I feel much better. Coincidentally, I also stopped being afraid when I started taking a bunch of pills, uh, prescription pills that uh, a friend of mine has been giving me, and so I, I don't feel much of anything anymore. I don't feel scared. I don't feel happy. I don't feel sad. His name's Roger, and if you email us, I can give you his email, and he basically sends me Ziploc bags filled with brown pills, and I just take them by the handful, and now I'm not afraid of anything. So enjoy the podcast, or as I do now, when I intake any sort of art, uh, just listen to it and stare off into the distance without blinking until it's time to go to sleep and then go to sleep and don't have dreams and then wake up and take a bunch of brown pills from a Ziploc bag that Roger gave you. Science. Did the movie get it right? Bad science. Or will we have to fight? Bad, 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 bad science. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bad Science. I'm Ethan Edinburgh, and today we're talking about the latest and greatest earthquake film, uh, 2017? No, 2015? Does anybody know when this movie came out? 2015. 2015's San Andreas. You can already tell my guests are brilliant. They know the year of the film. Uh, I'm going to introduce them right now. We have actor, writer, and stand-up comedian from the Savage Snowflake podcast, Jeff Leach. Hello. How are you, mate? I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you? All right. I love your radio voice. I love your your voice a wonderful well yeah i've got a lot of depth as well yeah bass going on but but you have like a demeanor that as soon as we start talking on the podcast you're like and now i am an official man it's doing his pro- job that's well. right it's and a very professional so show i would never say anything out of the ordinary dude you're you're the you're the the high utmost professional you brought Thank me you. two different types of beverage that's right I both caffeinated and aqua base that's right, right. Yeah. It, it depends what uh you want but i always provide two different liquids i love it. two different <laughs> colored liquids that's if a you different want, type of podcast if you want to if you want two liquids that are the same color no it's not gonna happen can't do that no but if you want one clear and one brown you come to the right place <laughs> wow again different type of podcast i think about <laughs> yeah let's try and focus on uh absolute tragedy disasters yeah, you told me before this start this was pg rated and now am, you're the one talking about different colors of liquids it's just another uh tally on my fucked up list <gasps> i've just fucked up so many times and here's another example are you gonna I guess. beat that no should i do you leave that in i do leave it in is that a mistake Oh my goodness! I'll beep it out on this one. <laughs> beeping is funnier, anyways. I feel like go back and beep it, but okay. instead, instead of beeping it, yeah. can you cut me going, uh, cut this up and put this over the top of it, where I'm just going, oh no 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 no, <laughs> yeah, oh no no no. Let's actually let's just get a few reactions so that I can throw yeah. those in. Naughty! <laughs> Stop it! whoa that one was like majestic can you use any of those to beep yourself out um okay well talk about a fucking smart dude uh i'll introduce our other guest here to introduce me thanks i appreciate it (laughs) who's this guy this guy is an associate staff seismologist from caltech which is the school they're discussing and shooting at in well i don't know if they're shooting at it i guess we'll ask him uh in the film san andreas it's dr min adreen mayer how's it going very good. Thanks for having me. Did I say your last name right? I feel like I was I worried I about that. How did you say it? Meyer? Mayer? Very good. Yeah. Oh, Meyer. it is. Meyer. Meyer is good. Meyer. Okay, good. Min's got a lot going on. First of all, he's a fucking brainiac, right? I yeah. just swore. I just did a oh, squizzy. But that... you can put that ooh over it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you were reacting all, to yourself. He's a brainiac. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, secondly, he was playing your ukulele a minute ago, so he's like a, a double threat. Clearly, and then on top of that, he's ridiculously handsome. That's what I was going to say is the triple threat. Yeah, because clearly he could play Bond, but then also play yeah. instruments. Yeah. And, and also th- measure the earth. And he's white and straight and what? a man. He's what? Like he's winning so hard in life. It looks like he just got down from a mountain and came in here today. This guy goes into Rouse. That not only do they not follow him around up and down the aisles, they give him stuff to take away for free. Whatever you want, doctor. Yeah, he's killing it. I yeah. should probably say something. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the movie first. Uh, San Andreas, I had never seen before this Me morning. Neither. So Me I'm neither, gonna, Oh, okay, great. So, oh, you're fresh. I watched it like tw- tw- just over 24 hours ago. Okay, great. It's still fresh. Very fresh. Well, what was your the initial... is fresh. Well, my initial thought is, uh, let's get into the science of why this film was even made. That's, okay. That was my biggest gripe with it. <laughs> I usually try to find, like, production, not errors, but just, mm. like, why did it... Uh, why was it hard making this movie? Because there's usually a big story about how it didn't work out and how they had to switch the director. But it just seemed like everyone agreed this movie should get made, and yeah. then The Rock was like, I'm in, and then it got made. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. There's some there's some great performances in it. Oh yeah, there's there's good elements about it. Yeah, but it's the simplest film that's ever been made, isn't it? Really, I, mean, I think it's just a copy paste disaster movie. Absolutely. Right? What's the one with the train that's run away with um, Denzel and oh, uh, Pedlum One Two Three or something like that? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's about <laughs> a train that's called. like a runaway, and like, then the young guy who's divorced from his girl, but then he wants it back, but then he saves the train. And he's a hero. Yeah, and yeah. it's like the same thing. There's always got to be a love story yeah. and then there's got to be one just as soon as the film starts there's going to be something terrible and exciting and then just domino effect right absolutely boom 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 climax to the end second major scientific question i had before straight off the bat before yep. we get into the actual earthquake section sure um why is the rock's daughter so translucently white Ooh, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll let you take that one down. Because she, because she, because she's, she's the, the actress they got to play is of English, Irish, Italian, and Hungarian descent. Like she couldn't be more white, right? Yeah. And the Rock, I mean, he's rocking a little something, isn't he? He's got a little culture going on. I mean, I didn't question it while I was watching it, but now that you really? say it, now that you say it, I can't get it out of my head, dude. The whole movie, I was just going, well, I can believe that this tidal wave has taken out all these buildings, but the pale skin, for God's sake, <laughs> it was upsetting. Everything else is completely realistic, right? Yeah, just Everything. that. My friend was saying that the most unrealistic thing of the movie is that somebody divorced Dwayne Johnson. Oh, the good point. Hang on, have you got a sexy accent as well? Oh, he does. He's oh, from Switzerland. Man, I believe it. he's from Switzerland. Five for five. You're from Switzerland. I actually change accent depending on who I talk to. Oh. I talk to an American person or to I thought you were maybe. Irish at the top. I thought he was Irish because you're like... Oh, I should have hey, told you. I should have had I'm you guess. I'm just, you know, I'm in. I'm from Ireland and I'm just I'm studying the earthquakes. Yeah. But now it's I like, learned English in Australia and then when I came here, everybody thought I was from South Africa. Whoa. And I lived here for a while and then people started asking me if I'm from Germany. And I thought... Snap, that's a step back, isn't it? <laughs> so now you're the actor who plays Jax Teller in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, lad. Because he's got like three accents and none of them are now his. He's just got three weird accents. <laughs> switches them up. Yeah. yeah. And then you automatically switch depending on who you talk to. Love it. So is it a Swiss no. accent we're hearing? Does that I register? I don't know. You don't know. I'm telling your girlfriend's in the room so she can watch me flirting outrageously with you throughout this whole podcast so yeah. far. I mean, she should be jealous. We have him for an hour. Yeah, I'm not actually a homosexual. I'm just a European. <laughs> um, so the movie yeah yeah okay so wait let's go to the doc here when did you first see it and what did you think of the film 
I actually watched it on the plane here when I moved to California. That's why I knew it was in 2015. <laughs> okay. And I saw it pop Worst up. time to watch it, possibly, on the plane no, to California. No, best time, right? I thought, I can't move to LA without having seen the movie. Oh, okay. So I watched it, and then they start the thing with, the, you know, where they go and rescue the car accident girl right yes the helicopter becky. i mean she was definitely uh-huh. called becky let's she be was called natalie but close enough mm, i will say with becky i heard her middle becky, name is probably yeah. becky. let's say becky <laughs> yeah no and then they he does the thing where you know he tips the hat they go into the yes the crowd, tips like, the hat that was which, almost uh, too much in case you didn't see it is well, wouldn't that cause uh, the car to fall first of all like I just the, just that. the rotor blades like the wind from the helicopter yeah well, yeah, and you just can't fly a helicopter like that. Anyways, it was just <laughs> almost enough do, for you me. You can't do that. No, I'm so because glad you, you're here you know, because I had a question about that. Tipping the hat, question mark. <laughs> tipping I the hat. <laughs> I so almost funny. switched off the film. It was almost too much for me. Like, oh, all right, screw it. Is that because yeah, of the Rock's inspirational words for the rest of his crewmen, who, by the way, are meant to be seasoned Marines who've done multiple, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, just when you're down there, make sure you do this really simplistic thing that you surely should know because you're a professional fire department guy. <laughs> And he's like, and okay, they're geez. all chill about it. That guy was like very cocky about going down there. And he goes, "Hey, we only have five minutes." And he's like, "Good yeah. thing it's oh, only going to take three, four, three. Yeah. yeah. And then they do the whole procedure. It goes wrong, and then somehow they're all happy about it. It's yeah. like, don't isn't the helicopter about to break down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to our timeline here. I wish the guy had lost his arm at the beginning. He should have lost his arm. That would have been sick. First of all, if a car traps your arm on the side of a mountain, you're going to have some kind of lasting damage, at least a bit of nerve damage, he maybe a fine. broken femur. Fine. He's just rocking through it, wasn't he? Yeah. Should have taken his arm off. He was well trained. Well trained. Yeah, well trained marine. <laughs> That's right. Really strong forearm. So you didn't appreciate the tip the hat, but you kept watching and enjoyed the film. I did. No, a lot. I think it's great. It's okay. fun, and it you know it's totally over the top in many regards, but yes. it also has a lot of good elements. Okay. I'd suggest watching it whilst on edibles. Yeah, if you're yeah. of legal age and you're allowed to do that, and that's something you're into, mm-hmm. have an edible beforehand. I think that's smart. That's how I did it, <laughs> and I found it. Pretty hilarious. You found yeah. it pretty realistic. Yeah, it was a great comedy movie. Yeah, I think there were funny. I will say I didn't find the parts that they meant to be funny funny. Yeah, but I did. Fi- anytime a building was going down, I was loving it. Hilarious. hilarious. I love that cheering. I know. I it's probably terrible because you know you're also thinking how many people are in this building, how many people are getting crushed by this building, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But for some reason, just watching buildings go down is awesome. We need more of that in films. All right, nine eleven. I <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I was watching it the whole time, just thinking that. I was just going, oh, nine eleven, nine eleven. How do they get away with making this movie? Because you do good call. You even mention those two numbers. You can literally just go, hey, what time are you going out to the club tonight? Oh, we're probably going to get there between some I don't know, nine eleven. Like I'm not, I don't want to go what? out anymore. I don't want to go <laughs> out anymore. How dare you, sir? How dare you? You ruined my night. You can't say those numbers. No. And yet Talking in this movie, the... they just kept dropping buildings like it was, you know, Al-Qaeda fucking festival season. <laughs> yeah. Which is my favorite festival season. <laughs> and they tip Explosive. over, right? That's one of the 9-11 conspiracy theories, right? That mm-hmm. they, they collapse within themselves, which is actually apparently really difficult to do if you want to demolish a building on purpose. Yeah. You want to do it without, you know, destroying the neighboring buildings. But the Absolutely. 9-11 buildings, they just implode basically so you're a and conspiracy the movie, theorist I'm not <laughs> oh I would love that if you were but the because um, then it's like the tri- triple threat just became quadruple yeah I think it's a difficult physical problem of how these buildings actually would go down because we've never seen it there's never been a really big earthquake close to a modern city you know since we had skyscrapers oh okay. and it can collapse you know that well buildings can collapse well high rises can 
It's just that it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. What about the waves, the way that, because there was a few like super wide shots of the city and we could see the ground moving yeah. in these big waves. So I wanted to know if that's realistic at all. No, those are totally exaggerated. And in fact, we um, we have simulations where we show, you know, for the early warning system that we're developing, okay. how the waves would, you know, propagate through California and then enter the LA basin. Yeah. And those are exaggerated on purpose. You know, they're like 10 times stronger than they would be in reality just for the sake of the visualization. Okay. Um, but and they, they made it about at that exaggeration. But you but are the film, saying of course, that there is like, some validity to it because it's like, it does move like that, just not as drastic. Yeah. The amplitude okay. to lower, but the... They yeah, kept the, citing like 7.1, 7.1. At the beginning, it was all 7.1s, right? And we had a 7.1 in California maybe, what, a month ago? Ridgecrest, there were yeah. two of them. And yeah. I was sitting at home and I was... I was self-romancing, right? Mm -hmm. And I barely felt the tremble. Oh, okay. And that was a 7.1, and I was gripping a 9.1 at the time. So I was like, and if I didn't feel that, how on earth did that cause the collapse of all these gigantic buildings? Would no, that it was only 7.1 was only the foreshock in the movie, right? right. After that, was that was the 9.6 in the end. Yeah, but how did the, the biggest one ever recorded to a 7.1? No, but locally, surely, well, you should go to Ridgecrest and visit it. That's what it's I was going to ask about. Absolute mayhem out there, like Whoa. geologic mayhem, if you want to say so. Right, like, yeah. Every, like, there's right, rock formations that just It's all right. I mean, like, you don't have to... No, 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 make him feel bad. So when you go out there where the people are dead, dude. Yeah, why don't you check that out? It in. Yeah. Fortunately, not many people, you know, got hurt in Ridgecrest. Oh, but so the magnitude 7 earthquake, when you close, is extremely violent. Okay. But it's relatively local in its extent. But then when you go up to the, you know, so 7 .5, 7 1, 7 if it was underneath, above, if it was right along the, the, the you know, the riverbed of the Hoover Dam, it would actually collapse it. It could, yeah, if it's right there. A 7.1 would. Probably could, yeah. Um, I'm not an engineer, but... Would the Asian guy have survived the fall? Ooh. Is Come that, on, we is, really like Is that the him. student that's down in the tunnel? Well, he wasn't a student, yeah. He was one of the other doctors. That's yeah. Just, yeah, but he... Yeah, I mean, Giamatti's um, best friend. I mean, he gave his life for that kid. Or did he... Can we agree that he surfed on a giant piece of concrete all the way down the wave? I think he would be fine. Also, how yes. did his... Probably still be surfing. How did his foot become impaled? Because... I don't think they showed that at all. They just like cut to his foot with a big pipe in it. If you've worked out, if you, I mean, if you've ever watched The Walking Dead, then you know that the handsome uh, hero Asian guy always ends up in some kind of a sticky situation. Oh, okay. So it just doesn't matter. It just yeah. It's, he just woke up like that. Yeah, it's like how the guy in the red outfit always dies on a landing party from Star Trek. Oh, I didn't know that rule. Oh, yeah. Well, if I'm you're wearing, wearing a lot red, today, if you're the red jumper guy, you're done. In a Star Trek like landing party. Oh, you're getting dead. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, color-wise. Like, red means danger and whatever, blood. There you go. Or whatever. Okay, so let's talk about the prediction system, because that is, like, what you're actually doing, correct? No. Okay, great. <laughs> and we'll uh, see you so guys next week. No, <laughs> no, we're not predicting earthquakes. Um, okay. I thought that was part of the Caltech... Uh, no, earthquake prediction is sort of the holy grail, that, of course, if we could, you know figure it out then yeah. it'd be amazing and it'd be the solution to a lot of our problems but okay. we cannot you know we've tried and we're still looking into it it doesn't seem to be predictable just like Whoa. you know epidemics you a lot of lunch breaks a lot of lunch breaks yeah we're pretty lazy like we can't be bothered most of the time well, have you noticed does. in these um, movies whenever you see the guys from the scientific department right and they're all the most bright people they're yeah. always on lunch breaks but they're always like yep uh, eating a coffee having a, co having a coffee <laughs> eating a donut just chilling yeah. or they're like walking around with fucking pens in their hair yeah not much and to stuff, do and they're oh yeah to put another whoop over that one. <laughs> That's fine. Sorry. And then, and then, oh, <laughs> this no. is an editing nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> 
But then they're, they're chilling a lot of the time. Like their yeah. academics chill well, quite a bit. You need that for your, you know, for inspiration. To keep the academic brain yeah. flowing. Mm-hmm. But then they get mad at the journalists because they're like, you only pay attention when there's an earthquake. There you go. <laughs> well, why weren't you doing your job? Yeah. No, but the earthquake prediction was a big scientific topic in maybe, I don't know, the 70s or the 80s. But then there's a lot of people, you know, who claimed they could predict the earthquake and they make grand claims and it never turned out to actually work. Oh. And so we started calling it the P word. Prediction. Because it just, you know, it was just, it was just wasn't happening in so many people claiming Today, you know, on the internet, there's still so many people claiming that there's some method that I can't just say what it is. Is it because you can't really get any kind of sensor or probe or piece of apparatus to the depths you would have to within the Earth's core? That's to one understand of the problems. So that's so the earthquakes will cause what movement and tectonic shifts. Yeah, the earthquakes mostly happen between anywhere between like five and twenty kilometers here in California, and so we don't have drill holes that go down that deep. But even if we could make those measurements and could measure stress at depth, we don't have a theory. We don't, we don't understand the physics of the actual rupture propagation. Whoa. Um, and part of it is because it's a, it's a self-reinforcing system. It's like an avalanche or an epidemic where the bigger it gets, the more likely it is to get even bigger so it can spin out of control. And these kind of systems are inherently difficult to predict. It's like am stop, I, stop am I the awesome. only one who didn't hear a word of that? I was just lost in your eyes, dude. <laughs> I, the, the, the listener is so lucky that they can't see him. <laughs> I just, all I heard was uh, pressures and, and I was just thinking. I guess I didn't explain that well. I've never think kissed of, a guy before, but. Think of stock market crashes. So when, when, when the stock market starts going down, like really down, like yeah. in 2008. That should help you. Like, Don't look at my eyes. I, yeah, not, like, yeah, just, just think about the stock market crash. Yeah, that should help. And then other people see it's going down, so I have to sell. And that, in turn, makes ah. it to go down even more. And it's self-reinforcing. So it, that was one of the things I was going to ask, because this, in the film, there's a huge earthquake, and then there's another one, and, like, I think two or three that just happened, boom, boom, boom. And so is that, that you're saying that that is probable. Like, if one totally big one happens, again. then you better yeah. look out. There's going to be more. Earthquakes cluster in uh, space and time, so there's always... wow. They trigger each so other. So that's pretty much the only prediction system we have, I guess. It's like if a big one happens, okay, we can probably predict there's going to be more. Yes, and that's what we did. So when when the six point four happened, the first earthquake of the the first big earthquake of the Ridgecrest sequence, uh-huh. the journalists, of course, asked, "Well, what does this mean for the big one? Is this it? Yeah, or is there course. more to come?" And you know, we have these empirical models where you can say, "Well, there's about a ten percent probability over the next few days that there's an even bigger one." Right. And then, sure enough. It happened, you know, it was mm-hmm. 9 out of 10, 10 that it wouldn't happen. Low. Yeah, but it's it's plausible and it Whoa. did happen. Okay, interesting. Um, and Do so, you all like secretly, just when you go back in the office, like, yes, we got one. <laughs> we got one, you high five and it'll be like, now they'll start listening. Now they're going to start listening. <laughs> well, you know, we don't want anybody to get hurt, but of course we find it exciting. And, yeah. Um, it, well, no, I don't also, mean like, like <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, another one, you need another. That's fine. No, yeah. <laughs> no, this for us, this is, you know, we've, we've installed after the big earthquakes that we've had here in California in the 90s, uh-huh. uh, we've installed uh, this uh, Southern California seismic network and we've been waiting for big earthquakes to happen ever since and nothing really big has happened in but many years. But because the issue is that the, the press don't take you guys seriously enough about when you do have predictions necessarily, right? At least in the movies. In the movies, everyone who works in the sort of seismology department is always frustrated by, like, we've been trying to tell you this stuff and you just don't listen. A little bit like global warming, right? But, I mean, what could we do differently? Like, what what should we do to prepare that we're not doing? 
It's not so much the journalists. The journalists are actually, I think the the, the media are really interested in earthquake always. And I think they did a really good job in those Ridgecrest earthquakes. We were very happy with um, how it was covered um, on TV and the LA Times and everywhere. Okay. Um, But, you know, it's the general public that, you know, it's just one of many things that you could be concerned about or interested in. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's difficult to keep the attention of the of, of the general public and, you know, have people being prepared the way they should be prepared. Are we in the hotspot right now? Like, be honest, if, that, if this happened right now, are we done where we are right now? I don't know about this building, but it could be, yes. Los Angeles would sink into giant sinkholes and split open. A bunch of water. Yeah, a bunch yeah, of water could, could come off. It couldn't could end up really nasty it really depends on what happens you know there's all sizes of earthquakes if the really big one happens then and what are we talking for really big like what kind of 7.8 is sort of the what we think is going to be the big one mm. here in southern california and that'll be rupturing all the guess. way from huh it's a very specific guess 7.8 yeah. well yeah but that's um so if you if the earthquake started in the near the salton sea yeah and it would rupture all the way up past la uh-huh. um for a few hundred miles um, that'll be 7.8. Sounds gigantic. I mean, it's not about the size, it's about how long it sticks around for, right? Yeah. That's what my girlfriend always told me. I think that's wrong in this case. Uh, oh, this guy knows everything. <laughs> Fuck. There's no, there's oh, no one. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> hate that word. I can't believe you're going to have to go through an edit. It's going to be such a pain. Now I'll or make an got someone else to do it. Yeah, I'll yes. make an intern do it. Um, so that doesn't scare you. Are you a masochist type dude? Do you live on the edge? You ride a motorcycle? Should we all be Bill Burr and be like, by the way, getting our pilot's license so we can pilot a helicopter around? I was going to ask that too. Should we all have little escape pods? You know, one man pi- uh, f- copters. It has just been amazing chaos in the air, just, you know, little flames going up everywhere because the helicopters crash into each other. Well, let's be, be honest, most people can't afford, yeah, you know, yeah. they don't have, we're talking about high class people science like podcast money. Yeah, exactly. We could club together, yeah. Savage Snowflake, yeah. we'd do a fundraiser. Boom. Only the bankers and the comedians would be able to, you know, afford that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine what weird world that's going to be? <laughs> that is the 1%. That's what makes up the 1%. Yeah. It's just bankers, people and that comics. work at Bank of America. And six comedians. And six comedians, yeah. It's you, you me, can count the scientists. <laughs> Um, yeah, no. no, but I'm deadly serious. Like I, I've, I've often thought about Absolutely. what would happen if there was um, some huge earthquake here and there was a, a lot of you know buildings falling down or people out in the streets terrorized. Yeah. And I ride a motorcycle. So my plan Oof. is to have a decent motorcycle with good suspension on it to be able to ride up towards Griffith Observatory, for instance. I got, mm. I, I, Leonard Nimoy taught me on the, uh, the big screen there. If you go downstairs, there's a nice screening room, oh. the, the Nimoy Theater. And then I'll teach you all about the history of Griffith Observatory. It's about 60 years out of date. needs a little updating. But okay. in that, he says that the, that cliff face is actually one of the most sturdy all along those ridges. And that's why the Griffith Observatory is there and was chosen. Huh. It's quite stable. So I just rode a motorcycle up there with my girl on the back. What do you think? Is that well, a good idea? I think the motorcycle is a good idea. I'm not sure about that particular location. I'm not a geologist, but hills generally are dangerous. The other thing Ooh. is fire is really dangerous after big earthquakes. So one of the Whoa. big concerns is that there will be huge fires after the earthquake. And when you're on top of the hill, then you're, you're trapped. You're yeah. trapped. So where do you want to go? Where are you heading? But, but Where's for, the best way as to go, a, then? As in, as in, well, that depends on what exactly happens. And... Mm. Um, uh, yeah, there's no easy answer, but because yeah, Venice could um, be bad if if there's a big movement out in the uh, water and then yeah, all of a sudden you've got a tsunami comes up. Yeah, so I wouldn't be so worried about the tsunami here in Southern California. It's not impossible, mm. but it's not very likely. So the you know because the earthquakes mostly happen inland, the big faults most of them are inland. That's okay. good to know. Yeah, and um, like and the they have mostly lateral motion to to the west as side. opposed to um, uh, vertical motion, and oh. so there's not a 
big chance of tsunami. You could still, you know, you could trigger an underwater landslide that could trigger a tsunami, or but you even could if activate a, a secondary fault that is under the water, but those are probably going to be smaller, and so you wouldn't get, you know, a huge tsunami like in, in San Andreas Fault movie. That's what I was going to say. Like, even if we did have a tsunami, it wouldn't be, like, catastrophic the way that... Because I feel like that was so absurd. It just yeah, drowned I mean, the city. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's probably unrealistic. I mean, okay, never, never but sea level by about... It felt like million miles. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. How high is the Bay Bridge? That's true. Know. Yeah, and it went above. It went up the, the to skyscraper. So it's got to be a couple, a couple of miles of water. Yeah. It was about three quarters of a Godzilla yeah. sized <laughs> wave. That's some That's real measure. precise measurements right there. I, I mean, that. I'm measuring stuff in San Andreas. What are we I talking love it. about? How many here? Attack of Titans was it? Yeah, I think it was about on each other's shoulders. About three of those. About three of those. Yeah, okay, stacked yeah, on top yeah, of each other. Yeah. Uh, what? So, yeah, you're not scared then. Because I, if you're not scared, it makes me less scared. No, actually, it's quite the opposite. And I think other seismologists feel that way too, that whenever we travel somewhere, uh-huh. we think, ah, oh, man, maybe it's going to happen while I'm not there. What? You're worried it's going to happen yeah, when you're we, not here? No, we want to be here. We've, you know, we've been studying this all our lives, and we're super passionate about it. So it is dangerous so, that you are here. That's why I should be scared. Yeah, right. Ugh, <laughs> that's terrible, man. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, you're a masochist. Yeah, he Just wants get you to a be shake here away to or measure something. stuff. Just, yeah. And so, yeah, the, you know, it could, it could play out a lot of ways. It, predicting damage is really difficult. Sometimes we have these huge earthquakes that do surprisingly little damage, and then there's other earthquakes that are not that big, but they do crazy damage. Right. So, for example, the, uh, the uh, Nepal earthquake in, when was it? 2000? I don't know. 60, I mean, maybe? that's it was your area of expertise, yeah. mate, definitely. If, if you <laughs> don't know. If you've ever been to Kathmandu, hey, anybody who's ever been to Kathmandu would have thought, if the big one happens here, this mm. place will be a pile of rubble. It will be a huge human catastrophe. Yeah. And then it happened, and surprisingly little. I mean, you oh. know. I mean, it wasn't good, though, right? It wasn't good. No, it was It only course, helps it was, people. Yeah. No, no, it was, of course, there was there was, there was, was some grave consequences, but not never on the scale that we imagined. It, it wasn't then, at the kind of level where you got to send Trump out there with a few toiletry towels, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? And it's take like, pictures with uh, thumbs up, thumbs smiling up. with babies. Thai people, love me. <laughs> just putting down bits of bounty everywhere. Just <laughs> Is that because of, like, the infrastructure is that because the building like the way we make buildings like why yeah, is well, it one thing is that every earthquake is a little different and so it has you know ah. for example different frequency content in nepal it was because there was not so much high frequency shaking and more low frequency shaking what's the difference so you know the the motion is if if it's if you're close to the earthquake then it has very rapid movements back and forth back and forth back and forth okay uh, with like you know i don't know 10 hertz means 10 times back and forth per second okay um uh, the really big earthquake they make low frequency ground motion that's the kind of motion that brings high rises down and Whoa. so um, and would they fall the way that we saw it because she, she that lady that went I don't through, know, but she went down three floors easy and just was like oh my hearing's a little bit for a second up, for like a minute yeah <laughs> even though she was bleeding profusely out the side of her head so many like little moments that made me very angry in that movie yeah everyone in this movie was strong as hell I mean first of all the rock ripped movie. the door off a car like it was nothing like it was nothing but then later couldn't rip out the stuff in the yeah. underwater scene. yeah thank you but then he later welcome. could and then he could and then he could <laughs> yep he was like oh wait a minute the rock has very selective muscle strength doesn't mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. do you he think it was he needed just... a snack he needed a snack that's what it was yeah Maybe we didn't see it. They didn't show it, but he just ate like Had a, a protein shake halfway through. And then he was like, <laughs> now shake. I can kick there. Yeah, yeah. 
He just thought it wasn't quite dramatic enough yet. Yeah. He wanted yeah, the water yeah. to get a little higher. So, yeah, he yeah. wanted his, his daughter to really appreciate him. He wanted her to really have some mild, you know, um, <laughs> mild uh, brain damage, brain damage. <laughs> yeah. from the amount of time she was dead. <laughs> How did she just wake up immediately like, Mom, Mom? No, you'd wake up and be like, oh, no, no, you lose power of speech. Yeah, It takes six months of rehabilitation just to like get a walking was, again. Yeah, dead for a bit. Still look hot though, didn't she? Hey, still works. That guy, was he going to stick by her even when she was like in oh, a wheelchair yeah. as a vegetable? I think he was in. I think he was locked in. He was locked in. It also, it feels like it's, she's going to get him a job. Yeah, you got to set the example <laughs> to the little brother as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got to go. Yeah. <laughs> he was British. He's, he would have stood by her, I think. Is that the? Is that a classic British thing to do? Oh, yeah. We love people in veg- veg- vegetable <laughs> states. That's what we're into. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. The break is over. Here we go, back to the show about science. I really just want to keep harping on what happens like when the big one hits, I guess. But, you know, you you want to be here when it happens. So, weirdly, it does make me feel like, okay, it's not going to be that bad. Like, you're not that We just can't predict it. You know, it could be really bad or it could be less bad than we expected. But so one of the really big concerns that I have is fire. So when you have right. the earthquake, you have ignitions everywhere. You have, you know, gas lines that burst. Fuck a rupture, um, you have lamps falling into sofas. And so when the Northridge earthquake happened in 1994, there were, I think, on the order of like 150 ignitions and fire units from all other counties rushed in to, you know, put them out and they managed. Um, So no really big fire developed. Uh But if the big one happens, then it's not just going to be, you know, in one county, but there's going to be ignitions everywhere and nobody's going to come and help you. And so the big the big worry is that it will be it can go all the way up to a super conflagration where you can you can, you know, San Francisco in 1906 after the big one they had up there burned down. It was heavily damaged from the earthquake but then it ended up burning down and that hasn't happened i think in a, in a modern city yet but that's not to say it couldn't happen and 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 it is uh valid that this could go all the way up california the way i mean they only showed it in la and san francisco but all the way i think that san andreas fall line could it do the whole thing all the way from one right to the, the implication yeah. was it's that unlikely it was... but it probably could so in the in the, in the middle <laughs> unlikely well, ha- but probably on, good on, that is, wait a second <laughs> how you call... get a, where's the phd there we so, gotta call you on that sentence because <laughs> well, that was <laughs> so that between pikefield and uh hollister there's the creeping section of the San Andreas Fault where the creeping the, section yeah the um, not creepy but creeping creeping yeah and um, the fault moves a little bit mm. almost you know little episodes okay and what that means is that there's not so much stress build up then the, the stress that build up builds up is at least partially released over time okay whereas in other places like in northern and in southern California um, this the stress the, the, the San Andreas Fault is fully locked so the, the plate moves uh-huh um, unstoppably and the fault doesn't move at all and so you build up a lot of stress so what you're saying is um, that it, and so there's probably less stress on that section of the fault but you know these things are difficult to study because we have no observations and we have we have models some of the models say you can't rupture through that creeping segment and mm. other models say well actually sometimes you can um, and it's, so is it frustrating to work on something where it's just like we don't have any data very much so okay yeah. just, uh, I get it, but that's, I, I get it, it. a lot of science is like that you know, there's, yep. you know happens all the time. Like what you're saying is that it like 100% categorically definitely won't but probably will <laughs> might necessarily not happen but it probably should in the next 30 years in the next that's 30 exactly years or possibly next week <laughs> could so, happen anytime okay no, but so, for, for sure for sure so, improbable yeah. 
but, for sure improbable, <laughs> but actually really likely. Yeah. Okay. But this no, is the, so sense. this is Not important because you have um, <laughs> you have we have these warning systems, right? Where we, we can't predict when the earthquakes will happen, but we can pick them up as they unfold, and then we can right. send out. And you can laugh as you that watch that what they do. You, right. Yeah. That we had uh, forty seconds of warning time uh, in Pasadena from the Ridgecrest. Oh, great! Enough time to finish um, pissing and then yeah. watch everyone you know die. Yeah, right. No, with 40 seconds, you could actually do a lot. Oh, so, okay. for example, if you're a surgeon, you can take the scalpel out. Hey, um, that's true. If you're that's in good to know. Home Depot, you can move away from the from everything. They, like 20 <laughs> foot racks. I mean, look, yeah. there was um, a bit where the, the seismologist goes, don't get in the door frame, get under the table. Yeah, oh, the right. door frame's that's, a that's, myth. That's true. Yeah, door frame is a myth, isn't it? It's actually a terrible place to say. And they say the best place to stand is if there's something like a big fridge or something like that. If you can push that against the wall and then get under the, what do you hear the that? little against the wall. I no, you won't have out. time. You won't have time to push the fridge anywhere. Yeah. You, you really go under the table. Avenue. You don't so know the, how quick the I best, push fridges. Your, yeah, best, your best strategy is drop cover and hold on. Most people get hurt or even die from stuff hit, uh, falling on them from the roof, you know, tiles, right. lamps. So get uh, under a table, whatever. Maybe. So you go on a sturdy table. table and you hold the table and you wait and try and write it out. What, right. what about um, these apps? And they do that in the movie, actually. We were really happy to see that. Yeah, so the best things to have in your house is a metal, yep. strong metal table, steel. With tons of room. With underneath. wheels on, on, the, oh, on the bottom of it, yep. with little clamps. And then you can lift up the clamps or and you can, push the, you can push the yep, table around. and move out of the building. Or is it best just to you run out the front door and just get outside? No, don't. That's that's exactly what you shouldn't do because <laughs> that's what I heard. You know, stuff comes flying down from from the roof. Oh, that's you why I fall down the stairs. When the seven point one here, me and my um, buddy just went outside and it's, it's the natural smoked reaction. Smoked a fat blunt. Wrong. It was great. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Stay inside, right? That's the thing. Stay inside. Get under a table. You know what? The, my that's favorite what... dynamic of this podcast has been <laughs> not just this episode, but everyone that I listen to. <laughs> me and you, or your comedy guest, yeah. desperately trying to shoehorn comedy in all the way along, <laughs> and the scientific mind getting more and more frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, shut the. Ah, trying please. to save your I'm life right now. To teach you something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Irritating. We can't help ourselves, Jeff. It's in our yeah. blood. Anyway, back to you, science. Yep. I'm not irritated. Min. Oh, good. <laughs> not yet. Flip this table, and we're going to have to get underneath it for cover. <laughs> get underneath him. This guy's yeah. jacked up. There you go. <laughs> we'll handle this afterwards. Let's do it. We'll go on. So, wait. So, uh, get under the table. Yeah, that's the official recommendation. Outside. Drop cover and hold on. Um, I would, and some people are going to hate me for saying that. Mm-hmm. I would add a caveat to that because okay. there's something called soft story buildings or buildings eaten by termites. Like my own house Whoa. has, you know, termite damage. My own house, the house I live in. I wouldn't have predicted that. Um, And I don't trust that. You know, usually if a well-built small house in Southern California is not going to collapse, you almost can't destroy these things. But if you have, Mm. for example, a big garage with no shear walls in the in the or or shop windows or something like that, Uh um, that changes the picture a bit. And so I think if you live in California, you should you know learn about different. House types. types, yeah. Okay. Well, and they should have got should the Hoover be... Dam retrofitted, really, shouldn't yep. they? Um, okay, so the official recommendation: get under a table. Your uh, caveat is to find no, out about no. the building you're in. Yeah, no. If you live in a, in a stable house, and that's a bit the the, oh, okay. the problem. You know, there's no. Some cities now have uh, uh, mandated mandated retrofits, right. so that if you have a soft story building, the city of LA, for example, mm-hmm. you need to retrofit it because yes. it's not just your problem, right? Your your neighbor's house is going to affect oh, yeah. it as well. Yeah, and if there's also a lot of them a landlord owns, so they're like, I don't want to kill all these people that are going to sue me. Yeah, I have that on my conscience. Yeah, yeah, um, and so um, what was I going to say? This is the point where well, he's getting really frustrated. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. <he laughs> 
Um, we got there. <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. That's okay. Find out what kind of building you're in. Find out if, if it's, it's retrofitted. Yeah, Try to if find out if it's soft, soft or hard. Yeah. I assume those are the two types. No, it's just, you know, stable and unstable. I think there should be, you know, the, there should be a rule for uh, transparency in building codes. Like, there should be, you oh, know, yeah. an a, a to D system and at the entrance oh, of every like building there should be. And the rent yeah, could be exactly. cheaper. I love that. Rent yeah. could be cheaper. Rent could be cheaper if it's going to get like, wiped yeah, out. you might die in but three that's six. Why, but that's why house owners don't like it. Like, if you introduce that now, some houses, you know, they will go down in prices. Others will yeah, go well, up. Well, that's Absolutely. on you for having a faulty home. Yeah, I think it would be a good idea because this is earthquake country after all. And so it's it's important to know if you're in an A-type building or in a D-type building. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I want to know that. Yeah, me too. I want to get a steel table. <laughs> that's all I want. Well, you need house. a steel table. I'm definitely going to have a bunker in the backyard. When I eventually buy a home, I'm going to have a little bunker yep. with a water filtration and, you know, air filtration unit. I'm definitely going to have that because I'm pretty certain we're going to... Yeah died to nuclear war first um can i ask a very specific question about this gentleman in the in the in the in the movie who was effectively representing you or one of your colleagues uh paul gmi his character at one point when he's on the tv station where they hack into that they always hack someone why is there a 20 year old white kid called chad who knows how to hack first of all secondly when they hack into the tv station they do the crossfeed yep at the end of it he says God be with you, and God be with you. First of all, I wanted to know. Well, first of all, I wanted to make the point, surely not God be with you, because it's God's fault. If you believe in God, it's God's fault that God's everyone is dying right God's now. God's fault He's line. doing this. God's fault line. Hey. That's the episode title. There we go. <laughs> Pissing him off. So God's <laughs> fault title. And the second thing I wanted to ask was, was actually, as a man of science, do you have room for God in your mind when you look at the the the, the construct of this planet and Ooh. the way it's changing and the things that are happening to the human life? Do you believe in God? Or not? Well, I, I personally don't, but uh, I have a lot of colleagues that are religious and they don't see a contradiction. I think, yeah, you can... Great. How do, do they marry those any two way ideas prefer, then? I'm quite interested how they, well, as, as men it is, or it is, science, um, they... Well, you probably, there's a few people, you know, for example, take the Bible literally because the whole study of geology is all like, you know, how many million years is this piece of rock? Sure. Um, so yeah. it's a bit difficult to reconcile that with the 7,000 years yeah. um, in the Bible. But, you know, there's a lot of other... The concept of a, of a greater being beyond what we knew of the creation of this universe, that's the element they still believe in, maybe. I guess, I don't know, but... Um, I just thought it was weird for his character to be know, like, God be with you. I did see it. Yeah. Like, like, sturdy table be with you. I, that it, they, He should just have been yelling, sturdy table, get under a sturdy yeah. table, <laughs> clearly. Like, Bill also, Burr's is your only hope. Yeah. Get around to Bill Burr's house right now. I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate Convince him that it. you're worth more to him than his As wife Bill and Burr child. Bill Burr the comedian <laughs> has, uh, has Bill Burr Bobbit. Hobbit. <laughs> Bill Burr the Hobbit. Um, you were they, talking about Lord of the Rings all of a sudden. There, there is a little super No cut. earthquakes in Lord of the Rings. I can't remember even where I found this because I was just in such a weird hole of San Andreas stuff today. Right. But there is, uh, there's so many times where they say the word God in this movie. Oh, Everyone is, is yelling, oh my God. And like, then... Jesus, the, the like bit at the end, this. the bit at the end with the flag waving on the bridge. I mean, this was yeah. out this and every out. Every action movie is like that. Yeah. No? Yes, every Hollywood action movie does that. Yeah, it's true. Okay, here's a real quick one, just off the top of my head. Would you rather be inside or outside if there's an earthquake? Outside, outside. Oh yeah, most you know, Easy. earthquakes don't kill people. Buildings kill people. <laughs> Whoa, it's like the NRA of earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, proud so, member. So spend more time outside is man. another good recommendation. Just in case something happens, you're going to be safe. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if, if you're outside and there's nothing that can fall on your head, then you're, you know, that's as safe as it gets. Okay, that's good to know. 
So, like, why did he make them all line up alongside of the AT&T um, baseball thing? Instead I, of I wrote that the down. Of the pitch. I wrote that down. That was something, uh, it says to get up against something sturdy. That was his quote. Does that make sense? If you're outside. Yeah, he called it with a triangle of life or something he called it. I yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> I, I miss that. I was talking about, like, where uh, if something yeah. falls, it's going to fall against the wall. So if you're low and against oh, a sturdy oh, okay. yeah, it's, supporting it's wall, that's probably, the triangle Yeah, effect. probably better than, you know, staying two meters away from the wall. But if you sure. can go onto open ground, then you should surely pick that. Okay, so it's or open ground. Or just be the rock. If we all got so jacked that we were the rock, jacked. then we could just, like, yeah. okay, protect so ourselves and our loved steel table. Steroids. Be the rock. Get super jacked. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That makes We're sense. We're building a picture of the perfect way to survive. It's Learn easy. how to fly a helicopter. Yeah. Be- Learn how to fly friends a with plane. Bilber. Be the rock. Do you know, how, do you know how to fly strong. a helicopter? I don't. Okay. I now we're getting to your weaknesses, and I love it. But before uh, you get a helicopter, how? maybe since this is uh, on radio, yep. like an important thing is just preparedness. Like be prepared. Have a bit of water. Have a bit of cash. Yes. Have oh, this is a good fire advice. extinguisher. What's, have what's a few the best fire survival um, a kit. kit. Yeah. What would you say is integral for every California resident? The most important thing is water that can support you and whoever you live with, your family, for a few days, which is a water lot of water. Purification tablets. Yes. Add those two. Add a bit of cash. Add, mm-hmm. you know, a few tools. I, for example, have a hatchet in my uh, Ooh, earthquake yeah. preparedness kit. Always want uh, to Is this making it. of a murderer? Is this what we're doing right yep. now? <laughs> you blow what my else cover, do man. I need? <laughs> you need money and a hatchet. You're um, going to need a rope and a shovel. I think because of the fire thing, because the fire thing, it's the uh, fire extinguisher. If everybody puts out their own little fires, mm. that's going to reduce you know, the, the risk of a really big fire sure. substantially. So every home should um, have a fire extinguisher in it. Uh, mine doesn't. No. Mine doesn't either. It should, right? Doesn't isn't that mandatory? I mean, sorry, the you building, the building has one, but we need yeah, our own. You know, I live yeah. in an apartment complex, but I don't have one in my in my apartment. We need a little fire extinguisher. Yeah, they're, they're not expensive either. You know, they're mm. fifty bucks or so, and they're really important to have. That's wow. actually that's actually wonderful advice. I don't think anyone's. <laughs> I've never heard anyone be given that. I know, and now I kind of want to buy two: one for emergencies, and one just because, like, I want to learn how to use it. It seems really fun. Spray my friend. Yeah, that's cool. And then when it's used up, what you can do is you can put paint into it, oh. and you can graffiti high up on the side of walls. Holy crap! That's how they do that. I didn't even think about that's that. How you do it? You put paint, liquid paint, into it, into a fire extinguisher. Yeah, and then you can spray it all the way up on the side of the walls. Yeah, definitely going to be doing that for fifty bucks. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> that's a great deal. I like that fire extinguisher. I got a medical kit. I have a, a, a rudimentary. Medical kit, yeah, we ordered, but one. I'd like like a really high end. You know, I want to get like I want click, and I want it like a, a couple mm-hmm. of you know where you stab them in the heart, like in Pulp Fiction. I want that stuff. Yeah, Should yeah, have it all. Adrenaline shots, flashlights, probably. Flashlights, a good one. Anti venom. Okay. Um, Thank you. I have all my my. Uh, I have a little box. You know, it's basically just camping gear rearranged. So that's a no to and the anti venom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. No worries. <laughs> So it's a no on the anti-venom. Skipped over it. That's great. We don't need that. Okay. I guess um, save myself five hundred bucks right there. <laughs> Got to return Pretty that deal. How about camouflage pants? <laughs> camo important. camo pants. Camo. Yeah. Yeah. No Never survival know. without food the package, camo pants. Dry food packages. Yeah. Bring a lot of food. Um, but water is probably more important. But food. Yeah. yeah bring food for a couple for days. Weeks without yeah. food, right? And make sure that it stays yeah. fresh. You know, mm. rotate it so that. When you really need it, you can still eat it. Yeah. Oh, the food like a rotisserie um, chicken. So like once every f- f- twenty years, eat the dry food packets and replace them with fresh. Yeah, ones. it's probably not necessary. You can do forty, but Ooh, forty years. Forty years, you can keep that shit. Um, it's good to know. Based on the movie, maybe have you know some kind of scuba gear handy. Oh, good call. <laughs> yeah, if a tsunami comes, and learn how to disarm someone. 
Ah, right. Yeah. If someone's putting a gun in your face, you should learn how to smash their skull in. That was a bit that actually, like, do you think? And this is, I mean, this is more open. I don't know if this no, is specific go. to your 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 world of. He academia. knows everything. Well, but like, first of all, when they when it all kicked off, of course, people started looting. Right? We expect a bit right of looting away because people are greedy, selfish uh, parasites. May, on this may or may not happen. Sometimes you see that. Sometimes, for example, in the uh, recent Mexico earthquakes. It was the opposite. It was solidarity, and everybody was just, you know, going out, seeing where they can help. They're organized wow. online. Are you suggesting that people in a shithole country, <laughs> as the president of America thinks, right, and turn he's right out about to everything. be nicer and less self-centered than white first country, first world country, middle mm -hmm. class and upper class America? Is that what you're claiming? Anywhere, anywhere, it, it could just go. You know, it's like a group dynamic. In, yeah. in any place, I think it could go either way. It can, you know. Mm. Uh, grow there could be an outburst of solidarity or maybe there's going to be anarchy and you got and two options you got three options right look out for yourself try and grab some stuff but then you're ultimately going to die because you don't have any solidarity and if people see you doing that then you're not going to be on board secondly learn how to like be really good part of a team build some kind of boat do you know what I mean oh, the tsunami's coming but that's alright if we build a yeah, strong enough like, boat look uh, mm -hmm. grab all the plastic bottles let's do it build it quick, though. you can do it quick it's, it's fine when there's coming. enough many hands make light work sir yep. and then the final option is to join a string quartet and just play it out yeah do you know what there's I mean? nothing people appreciate more when there's a tragedy going on than a then nice some music. string quartet because yeah, then people can just like kiss they can hold each other they can have a little moment staring into each other's eyes like we're, gonna, we're about to die if I'm going out but I want to hear some Bach. I'm hearing some hear Beethoven right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Please. And you always hear, think that, right? Vivaldi. That, um, that's good music. Real life for doesn't a, have the a, real life doesn't have the soundtrack death. of the movie. It's not as dramatic. And so, if you actually had that during the big one, yeah, mm -hmm. now wouldn't that be time so to intense? Say goodnight. This is beautiful. Splash. Obviously, then it would be a bit more. Like, Right, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. That is what a cello sounds like okay, underwater. Good. All right, good. Um, okay, I wanted to talk about, uh, A, I want to talk about moonquakes, because I read that that's a real thing. That is a real thing, Because I know thing, there's yeah. Mars quakes, because I've talked to JPL people, they're telling me about Mars quakes, but the moon, I didn't know, has quakes. Yeah, they put seismometer on the moon and the polar missions. Pretty cool. They have a lot of records from them. Okay. What else did they put up there that we don't know about? What else is yeah, up there? we don't know about Oh. Ah, but there's got to be some other stuff up there because we know there's some flags. We know there's a little base now, right? Mm -hmm. There's a little landing base. There's, you know, astronauts probably... take like secret stuff too. Have they got they... a mini golf like up there? Wow, that would be great. You know, mini moon golf. Yeah, that would be so cool. Just like a couple of porn mags, just just in case under a stone, <laughs> like just under a rock, so they don't float away. <laughs> um, I don't know. No? I've I I've. Th it seems like. They're related to tidal stresses. That's what I was reading, which makes like very little sense to me. I know there's like a relationship between the moon and our Women's oceans. Menstrual cycles. And true story. That's what I've heard. Cycles. That's what I've heard. So uh, yeah, there's no plate tectonics. So there's no. At first guess, you'd think there's no moonquakes, but then the you know the 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 gravitational forces from the tides they tug at the moon they deform the moon just like they deform the earth okay and so that that deformation can cause are you body shaming the earth right now say it again <laughs> body shaming the earth <laughs> totally yeah. deforms like they've deformed no, the earth right yeah deforms in a very good way hey bro if you don't like the earth you can leave the earth okay this <laughs> is my Jeff, earth and I'm proud of this earth Jeff I don't Bring your friends here. Okay, Please sorry. tell them to leave. Sorry. Sorry. It's just rude. It's, we're trying to have a podcast. Um, that's incredibly interesting to me, and I felt like <clears throat> was going to be wrong for sure. But the fact no, no, you're no, telling me it's question. real is mind blowing. And they they're uh, they're a bit different because they um, 
I think it's because the moon is very dry. There's almost no water in the rocks. Yeah. And so there's the, the, the seismic waves, they propagate for much longer. So if you look at the seismogram on the moon, uh -huh. um, I mean, you can bring it to the Earth, but if you look at the moonquake seismogram, then it's just going to ring a lot longer uh, as opposed to an so Earth. Moonquakes are just occurring for a longer period yeah. of time. And just keep well, you know what you need to do. It's so strange. Send the rock up there. Yep, with in big a steel tables. Yeah, in a, in a suit. In a helicopter. Get him a, we'll get him a, get him a moon copter. <laughs> yeah, you don't need the engine as much once you're up there, yeah. right? Maybe some boosters. I, I mean, yeah. Well, he or like, just take it. a fire extinguisher and just... Oh, just true, like Wally. I've seen that in so many movies. That would work, right? Because it's the jet propulsion. It's it, the has jet work, propulsion. Yeah. it has to work. It has to work. That's a guarantee. Um, the Ring of Fire, I feel like we kind of had to talk about for two reasons. One, there's a rumor that there's going to be a San Andreas 2 and that is going to focus on the Ring of Fire. Uh, although, I will say, that was announced in 2016, and so far there's no release date or shoot dates for San Andreas 2. Yeah. But anyways... There's no role for Kevin Hart in the movie, so, so they can't make it. He rock, he's tied They keep in trying. Now. They're finding a role, but yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, it's been three years. They uh, It says there's 90% of the earthquakes on Earth occur at the Ring of Fire. That so, sounds about right. Okay, why is the Ring of Fire so special in that way? And why don't you live there? We do. You do live in the Ring of Fire. We live in the Ring of yeah, Fire. Yeah, that's part of it. It goes all the way, you know, Chile. I didn't know that. Central America. It's a huge North ring. America. And then, you know, Alaska, Aleutians, Russia, Japan. What? So the Ring of Fire is the Earth. Can you describe? I, just, I, I, I missed the, this whole yeah, part the, of the, the movie. Ring around the, the ring it's not a, around the Pacific. It. It's, it's not a big Have part you never heard of the Ring of Fire? I haven't, no. I really. from England. Okay. Um, it's it's like the only place not in England. the ring. <laughs> Can you tell me what it is? No, it's it's just the, coast, is, the coastline around the Pacific. Okay. It's all the countries that are, virtually all the countries that and are it's around what, the Pacific That's coastline. a hotbed in the Earth's core. It's just in that the most in active circle. tectonic boundaries that we have. They're all tectonic plates. Oh, um, yeah. that where, and that's where the, the earthquakes happen. And the, the, the fastest plate velocities uh, are there. And so that's why we have Wouldn't it be great if Johnny Cash was like a seismologist? Yeah. And that's why he knew that. I think he was. I think that's where that uh, came from. That was his first song, and it was a hit. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to quit my profession. I'm going to start making music now. Yeah, Science. <laughs> and what about Alaska? I had to ask about Alaska, too, because it was another one where it was like, all the earthquakes are happening in Alaska. Yeah, Alaska, at the, Alaska is one of the most active places in the world right? Um, in terms of earthquakes. Um, and and uh, the second biggest earthquakes ever recorded was the, I think, 1964 Alaska earthquake. Yeah, they were talking about in the movie in Anchorage, mm -hmm. uh, which they say shook for five minutes and the energy release was equivalent to 10 million atom bombs. That sounds about right, yeah. Okay. 10 million oh. atom bombs. That's what Paul well, That's Giamatti going said. off right now inside the Earth all the time. Yeah, this is crazy amounts of energy that are that, that are involved in plate tectonics. Just these... Oh, Amazing, huge plates uh -huh. that that are just moving unstoppably, and th these forces are just they're beyond anything that we could, you know, conjure up. Wow! We if are. we could get down there and harness that in some way, but if we that'd be amazing. If we drill deep enough in to get down there, mm -hmm. would we severely mess up the 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 surface? Like well, we, if could I get down there, would releasing the you pressure could, or something like that would that cause? Because we wouldn't be able to contain that pressure or that power. Yeah. But, it, you know, yeah. you get something down there, would by just opening just a tiny crack, could that set off a <laughs> chain reaction, the whole earth just implodes? Yeah, so that's a big concern in, you know, geothermal energy and in, in fracking, that when you press in water or liquids, yeah. 
um, that you can actually promote failure. And it's a bit like, what do you call that? Aquaplaning, when you know you have two sides of the fault that are that are under stress right. and they want to move, but they can't because they're held back by friction. Okay. Now you press water in between or some fluid, oh. you press the two sides away from each other, and that's how you can trigger the earthquake. Um, and so the Another once, once it gets- Another reason fracking sucks. Like well, we needed it. Yeah, it's actually, well, to be technically correct, it's the wastewater disposal that they have to do after the fracking. So the fracking oh. produces a lot of wastewater. So fracking rocks. And then they have to, you know, dispose of it. And the way they do that is they press it into formations under the reservoir. Ooh. And then they trigger a lot of earthquakes. And they've triggered, you know, medium size. Most of the time, nothing happens, but they have triggered magnitude six earthquakes. But and there's no learned, real reason why they couldn't trigger a bigger one. So that's, that's what I was going to say. As we've learned, if, if you cause one, you could very easily cause another one or a bigger one. Yeah. And yeah, you can't control how big it's going to get. Once it you know starts, it can go out of control. And where should I live then? This is a disaster. I mean, well, some boring place like I don't know. Florida. I'm from Florida. Holland. No, I don't Holland. Mean, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Loads of windmills. Just flat land. There's nothing. Yeah, flat land. That sounds windmills. cool. I like that. Yeah. A lot of rain. You can live in a windmill. Oh, hate the rain though. I mean, okay, where else? I also was looking at the whole city imploding, right? And I was thinking about what is the economic. Um, effect oh. of an entire city disappearing into the floor and setting light. Like, would insurance pay out for things like that? Would that would be so, like trillions no of dollars of damage? Like, what would insurance happen? doesn't pay out for anything. So what oh, the yeah, hell? We can happen? have uh, with uh, there's catastrophic insurances that are you know that are made for exactly that. Wow. Really, for like it's this like insurance, but for a catastrophe to pieces. We should just start. Yeah, but doing the question that. is, you know, after so if if LA gets hit really strongly, the question is, will people still want to live here in, in you know at right. all, or is it just gonna you know people are just gonna move somewhere else? And you see you, you see huh. that after Hurricane Katrina, they're still I think behind on GDP. Right. Um, in in New Orleans and and, oh, and in those area because they, um, they're they're you still you know, fighting with the repercussions there, yeah. of that uh, right. catastrophe. But wouldn't, wouldn't you and that could be on a much bigger scale. If you had the big one here, that could be much worse than anything that we've seen so far. I feel like once it happens, I'd feel way more calm about living here because it's like well, it's probably not going to happen again. Now we have another. Well, we've just been told there's a ten percent chance of like a you know. Well, that was uh, temporarily after the Ridgecrest earthquake. But it could be like another, right? It could be. It can always be, yeah, we've got to be ready, man. It could happen tonight. Probably, could definitely, maybe 100% won't, but probably will but happen. Yes, and that was accurate. And Scientifically accurate. Do you so. want to make a prediction? Do you want to go on the record and say, eh, here's one I think it'll it'll go down? No. Oh, you should do it. Because you know what? It'll if be it fun. doesn't happen, no one's ever going to beat you up. And no one's ever going to go, right. well, on that podcast back in 2019. <laughs> yeah. And you'll be like, all no, right, okay, know. fair enough. No one's going to care that it didn't happen. You can say, well, in my estimation, this could happen. Yeah. Now, if it does oh, happen... You're Everyone's going to be like, he said back in 2019. Yeah, exactly. And then that's, you get to be Paul GMI. Yeah, top of the exactly game. That's exactly what I want to prevent. You know, there's there's these uh, <laughs> internet crazies that, you know, they claim to have some sort of uh, method to predict earthquakes. Oh, and okay. one of them is actually pretty popular. I don't want to mention his name because that'll but, just but you know, fluke. make his people look yeah. right? And um, But he has a million followers and, and they love him. They absolutely love him. PewDiePie. Uh, right. One of the first things Notable I did after the 6.4, the foreshock of the Ridgecrest sequence, I went to his webpage and all he had on his page was happy 4th of July America oh, and so later bastard. he claimed that he predicted it but like yeah if you really have predicted it are you yeah. sure that would have been the message on your webpage so yeah, yeah the, so the, I felt the like message it was is busted. don't predict because there is no way to predict it no, and that's just, yeah. the truth yeah okay but off the record totally off the record you would say that in okay. two years time the whole and before you say it say according to my calculations yeah <laughs> <laughs> according to my calculations um, we predict 
that we can't predict anything. Sorry, Great. can't do that. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Um, but what we can do, so what I'm personally working on is the early, early warning system where we monitor the seismic situation in real time. And as soon as the wave starts spreading, we have computer algorithms that detect um, okay. that motion. And then if we see that it's a big one, um, then you start sending out alerts. Can you tell us what the, what the, the stages are? The alert goes out. Do we get told about that immediately? Do we get a little amber yes, alert on our phone? Should, well, There's right an now, app, right? So in LA, it's the only place actually where we're um, where we're already operational and publicly available. So there's the Shake Alert LA app. Shake um, Alert that should LA. Go off. LA. Yeah. I, I downloaded it after the Ridgecrest mm-hmm. quakes and was just on it all the time after that. Just seeing yeah, you what's don't going have to be on, on it, so like it runs in the background. App. I got no, the Citizen great. app where I can see like, oh, a man stabbed another man 20 feet from your house, and now yes. I'm locked into the fear I feel about every street corner in LA. Yeah. Is that going to be the same thing? That it's I'm just a, gonna it's be... a different app. No, it's just, you know, it's just, uh, it hooks into our system mm. that the United States Geological Survey, together with us, the university partners, is producing, Caltech, Berkeley, University of Oregon, University of Washington, ETH Zurich. Wow. Um, and um, they're just responsible for distributing the alerts. And it's going to be a West Coast-wide system, but at this point, only LA is um, okay. is on it. But you can download it, and it's working. Okay. The, and we didn't send out alerts for the, for the Rich Crest. LA. Huh? Shake Alert LA. Shake Alert LA yeah. app. I'm going to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. And it's not, you know, not going to save you. It's It just gives you a few seconds of warning. Sure. Um, and, but you um, never know. Those few good. seconds could be what you need. Yeah. yeah. To oh, get yeah. outside and jump on the bike. Yeah, what I'm, what I'm meant is still, you should still, <laughs> just still get the water and still make sure, you know, that your house is safe. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of things that you can do for preparation or preparedness that, mm-hmm. for, you know, some meditation. of the things. Uh, meditation is a good one. Make your peace. Uh, you can make sure that your house is bolted to the foundation. There's a lot of measures that are not so, um, you know, not even that expensive. Uh-huh. If your house is not bolted to the foundation. Min, do you hate us? <laughs> No, I love you. No, no. Please be honest. storming through. I love it. I know. It's so much information, but it's just, (laughs) I just feel like you absolutely hate us so much. I was just trying to get a message through. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know. It's fearful. I just, I just keep (laughs) grinning like a little kid because I know I'm annoying you and I just want to be like, do you, I, 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 they're used to it. I feel you're trying to save our lives and I'm like, okay, yeah. I feel like you're, as a scientist, you're used to just people cracking jokes while you're trying to explain something really complicated. (laughs) You look like nobody ever listens, man. For an hour, you've been (laughs) sighing for an hour. People are listening. I promise you. (laughs) They are. They are. You got big listenership. Hey, come on. Uh, speaking of which, nine point one on the listenership yeah. scale. It's a dangerous listenership we've got going. Yeah, <laughs> you made a face of like, why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, Shake Alert LA app. So uh, to to culminate here, we're not any closer to predicting because we call it the P word. It's like a dangerous thing to go towards. the The current update is we don't really have an update. We don't know when we're going to know. We don't know now. So. Yes, I that, think that's, that's correct. The deal. Yeah, unfortunately, that is correct. And we and it's not even like a foreseeable like people aren't. No, maybe somebody will figure out something at some point, but it's. I think the more likely case is that you know some things are just inherently unpredictable. Is it wow. possible wow. that we, even though we're due overdue, the big one, yeah, um, that we that we never have one? There is no more big. No, ones. it's it's just a, a question of time. Well, no, not on human timescales. Oh. Okay, so like if you had a few hundred million not, years, maybe, but not. But it could be a few hundred million years yeah. before we ever have a big one in this no, area again. No, until you no longer have any earthquakes at all. Why? Because you the know, Earth is shaking itself completely. No, it's just the plate, the plate, the tectonic plates, they move and they're stuck at the plate boundaries and that stress got to go somewhere. But more than where likely, does it go? Wait, where does it go? 
It builds up until it becomes too strong. And then it they move and then, and then snaps, that's how and we that's get, the earthquake. That's how we get earthquake. Yeah. yeah, so, okay. So it's, so, just, it's just a matter of when, not if. Yeah, and eventually he's saying they're all going to snap, and we have one big mountain in the middle of the world, right? That's yeah, how that what, works. What, yeah, no. what happens if they all <laughs> snap? Not at all, no. What? what happens if all the plates, <laughs> no. eventually the pressure builds up uh-huh. globally, yeah. and then across that entire sphere, because it's not flat. You sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Conspiracy I've been theorist. on the moon as well. Uh-huh. Hey. I haven't. I mean, I took mushrooms once. But <laughs> imagine they all, all at the same time, all over the world, all the plates. What's the sound they make? I believe it was. All like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the demon veil. And then. Sounds accurate. Does, would, could, could it just implode and collapse? Could it crumble? What could happen to the world? What's the worst yeah. possible outcome that we can let people know who have anxiety, depression, and will never forgive themselves or sleep ever again based on this information. This is a really big earthquake. And, uh, you know, it's not going to change the face of the planet by more than a few meters. Oh, so it's not a big deal. It's Earthquakes are puny. You whatever. might die in it. Right. Other than that, it's not Trump a big deal. Trump 2020, then. It's a big I deal guess. for yeah. us. <laughs> Global warming doesn't exist. And, uh, yep. That's what, you know. That was the big message we've been trying to get com- to he's all confirmed day. It. <laughs> he's confirmed it. We've got nothing to worry about. I, the only thing that I was worried about were this, was that huge, like, bottomless pit fault like in, how often the old people were in the broken yes. down car would that happen no that's that's one of the things that's oh. really unrealistic that you can't open a big crevasse like that okay like you can get you can open small cracks but not nothing like that because so that's why you know, there's okay. the, I tried telling that to the guy I met and, no it's right oh, sorry that was <laughs> there's this there's this this sorry. theory I think it comes from a Spider-Man movie or something where half of California just falls into the ocean do you know about that yes I've heard this is that is that from Spider-Man Oh, I don't know if it's from Spider-Man. Just, people uh, talk about no, this all the time. It's one of the Avengers where the whole bit cracks off and yeah. falls into the... Oh, really? Yeah, I think oh, so. It's I in either. one of those movies. Yeah, yeah. Or, I don't know. or is it in one happen. of the superhero movies. That doesn't happen? It doesn't no. happen. Because it, it wouldn't just disappear down like crack well, But there's no space. It can't go anywhere. Like, where do you go? Mm. The, the Earth is already Well, I guess formed. the idea, what they're suggesting is that molten, like rock and, and you know, anything that's in a liquid form could, if it could go in then the liquid could come up at the top yeah, but, but then there's no liquid there's almost no nothing liquid in the in, in the center even of the in earth, volcanic the of the earth. earth okay well all the way down is liquid yeah but yeah, how much through. what kind of uh, what kind of di- in terms of the diameter of the earth if we're looking at the so the core is about 2,300 kilometers how much is it? like 1,500 miles in, in, in radius that's correct and then only half of it is liquid the inner core is solid and the outer core is liquid um, but that's not so going to affect. That's not going to affect. You know, the, it's really not the, be a the huge crust outside. Yeah, doesn't. Make I love sense. this because the feeling that I'm getting here, and I don't know if it's accurate because I'm a grade A schmuck. But what I'm putting together from you is that this is not a big deal. We're going to be fine, more than likely, unless I'm. We like, don't even need the rock. Really unlucky, right? Put Kevin Hart in the next movie. And, and just get rid of the rock altogether. Just people running say, around. Look, it's a little guy's oh. turn to be a hero. Yeah. And by You've the way, in the next movie. about the fires, right? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, except for the fires. <laughs> no, I didn't say, you know, nothing's going to happen. I think, you know, it could t- it could still be a long time until it happens, but it could also happen tonight. And it could go really bad or it could go really well. The question oh is, God. you know, do you want to let phone that... You, phone your mother and tell her you love her. <laughs> Just do it. You yeah. should do that anyways. Right now. That's true. I try to do that all the time. No, but so the question is, yeah, do you want to, you know, let that... Govern your life. Just be prepared. Yeah, and 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 worry about okay. I'm, I'm not going to let things it go that more I don't really to care. It's, it's not going to be a big deal. What part of LA should I not live in? Hmm. <clears throat> the flat parts okay. are uh, dangerous because the sediments they amplify the shaking. 
Oh, okay. Um, hillsides are dangerous because hillsides amplify the shaking. Whoa. Um, so, you know, so wait, nowhere bedrock. flat and nowhere hilly. Yeah, <laughs> you're screwed either way. That's right. <laughs> yeah, what are we looking for there? <laughs> That's right. And the beach is pretty good. The beach is I mean, pretty not good. On the beach, but close to the beach. Because yeah, it was about the sand. When you when close con, to the con, beach. Con cracks form and then you could Aren't get sucked down. Aren't there huge hills like, over there too? Isn't there like mountain, like Santa Monica and yeah, stuff? It's, There's it's, like, it's really difficult to say which one, you know, which place better than the others. But um, Damn. But try. Solid, solid rock. Um, solid rock. Which, if you're not a geologist, I guess is a bit difficult to find. Um, Damn. Griffith Observatory, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I'm, I'm mostly worried about the fire much more than I'm about, you know, collapsing buildings and stuff. Right, like right. Um, hmm. okay. Helicopter. Bill Burr, so, just my friends. Just, the there's only ways a helicopter. Or a motorbike. Or a motorcycle. I think the motorbike Get is, out. is I'm a I'm going to kill myself strategy. on a bike. You know, nobody, nobody will be able, I mean, nobody, very few people will be able to escape by car, even without the earthquake. You know, yeah, it's impossible it's to drive anywhere every here. Day. Yeah. Gridlock every day now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, that's what I'm going to so spend my first That's just going to, yeah, motorcycle's going to be the Everything's way out. Everything's going to be locked up. And then, you know, there's going to be highway overpasses that you can How about a scooter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, light well, scooter. I could oh, you do. mean like Finally, a mini scooter or like a motorcycle line, scooter? I? I think like a tricycle type scooter, something balanced. Yeah, you'll that get I can... like one mile and then oh, run shit. out of battery. Yeah, out of battery, out of gas. That's true. It's another huge yeah. problem. No, you need a motorcycle, and if I have too much gas, it'll explode. There's and no way need, out. Yeah. And then you need to instead of getting a girlfriend, just just form a loving, meaningful relationship with a giant gas canister. You <laughs> strap that to the back of your motorcycle. That's right. And you just boom. And then Honestly, you're good. Good to go. I feel like I should date a pilot. If anything. Of helicopter pilot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She can come pick me up. And then you go to pick up the helicopter, and then you find out the rocks nicked it because he's a thief. Ugh. <laughs> if, if you're in uh, San Francisco, there's another problem, and I'm surprised that they didn't um, bring that in the movie. That's called liquefaction. Liquefaction. When the soil from the shaking just turns into a liquid. Whoa. And the San, like Francisco, San Francisco has a lot of, you know, filled-in areas where, where, you know, landfills, where it's built on fill material. Okay. And then there's what, something called the bay mud, which is an extremely soft sediment, so the interior side of the bay. Okay. I mean, that, those places are, A, either they're going to shake real heavy because, you know, the soft sediments amplify the shaking. Yep. Or they're just going to turn into liquid. And Whoa. that can, that's so in the, there was a, a big earthquake in Indonesia, in Palu, and there's satellite imagery of just, you see the place, just the ground turning into liquid. There were houses that were found a kilometer away from where they were before that and just you can see just the, the house is flown away wow it's absolutely insane in san francisco or the the entire bay area is at risk of that large fractions of damn it. okay sorry to everybody in san francisco uh i guess move out of there closer to the water get closer not water? not on those soft sediments and Check your you know, sediment. they have, they have, i think they have high rises on them um oh perfect my boss among some people mm. think that that could actually, you know, it doesn't matter how deep you anchor the high-rise, that flow could just shear off. Take you out. Is that, going that to the roof of the building like they do in the film, is that the, is that a good idea? If you can get yourself up onto the roof of a tall skyscraper, are you I feel like are you going to be idea. in that? Or is that terrible? If the rock hasn't stolen all the helicopters, maybe somebody will come and rescue you. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you would probably be pretty... I mean, I don't know. It's all on you. Look, like, the way they make buildings these days, don't they make them strong enough to withstand incredibly powerful... Earthquakes. Nah, you'd, you'd think so, but the building regulations aren't actually that strict. Um, because, awesome. you know, there's there's other incentives. You know, you want to be able to... There, a lot of people say you shouldn't build high-rises at all in a place like San Francisco. You're so close to the yeah. San Andreas Fault. That's, you know, if you're that close to the fault, that's, you, you get the kind of motions that can actually bring down a high-rise. So why do you do that in the first place? But yep. we all like high-rises. You know, it's... I don't. Like, no? No. You don't... Well, okay. Well, I'm not fan. That's why you didn't build San Francisco, I guess. I like no. looking, I I like looking at the, the skyline, you know? How can you drink that no. in when you've got bloody buildings in the way? Yeah. 
or you're up, up there and you're like, oh, let me check out my awesome view. And, and then, then it's like, I can't see tower, anything because there's another skyscraper. Snapchat, Google. Ugh. Yeah. It's all Snapchat's Amazon. fault for building Snapchat. San Francisco. <laughs> so we're getting Earthquakes to the end here. Earthquakes don't Snapchat does. Where can we find you on Snapchat? <laughs> That's what the people really want to know, I feel like. Have we done it? Did we do we I think we it? did it, yeah. We're, Wait, we're a do we have to fight? It. Because, fight? In the, I mean, in the intro song, oh, you say, right. was the movie right? Or, do or we will we have to fight? To fight? I mean, true. we've established that the movie was pretty much not right in this one. Uh, There's a lot not right with this movie. It's a few errors. Uh, when do we fight? Outside? Afterwards? Yeah. Nice. I mean, All three of us? You can't fight inside. So okay. like take it outside type deal. But like, not the face. And to answer. Not the face. We can't you, no hit in the face. No rules. No rules? No rules. It's up to Scientists. you guys to make up the rules. I'm, I cannot fight. Unfortunately, All right. and it's due to uh, an ailment and uh, I have called weakness. Okay, and so you guys will fight. Well, in that case, you, I want you to go for this episode to go and re-record that line of the intro song, and then when people try and work out why that happened, yep, this is the bit of the podcast where they'll find that out. It'll be it's like a lovely be Easter egg. The most edited uh, episode we've had. I'm adding so much work, <laughs> and I hate myself for doing it because no, it's great. The intern hates you too. Yeah. Um, um, but you're yes. asking where people can find me. Yes, where people can find you. Well. Uh, check me out at Jeff Leach, J-E-F-F-L-E-A-C-H on all social media. Um, I've also got a podcast called the Savage Snowflake Podcast right. where I have conversations. In fact, you should. Come, I want to get your details because you should come on it and you should come on as a guest on that and you should come on a show I love that to. I'm doing. Uh, when will this go out? Do you know? A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Um, on September the 5th, I have the first installment of a brand new show I'm producing called The End of the World Show. Oh. Which is about, uh, it's the only post-apocalyptic uh, comedy panel show. Great. existence just because the world has ended doesn't mean good entertainment doesn't have to hey. or has to love it uh, and uh, the idea is that each month there's a different post-apocalyptic event and the people that are on the panel we always have a brainy guest um, we then have a wild card so for this one we have a, a very famous adult film star okay. and then we have a panel of three comedians and they have to traverse this make your own adventure type story oh. live show uh, with physical challenges and mental challenges Wow! and uh, yeah and there's a nice little story and you can take different paths and some will survive some don't yeah. that's the ultimate prize survival <laughs> but it's a good thing and uh, it's a West Side comedy to catch his cast on a little bit, yeah, and and Harmon Quest and like Dungeons and Dragons because I've I've been playing D and D again, so I've been oh, getting into that. Cool, as a thirty five year old man, because you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm busy, and um, <laughs> and that's on September the fifth at the Westside Comedy Theatre. So if you're in Cali and you're worried about the impending death that we're all facing right now, yep. Uh, because of the tectonic plates come mm -hmm. down there and laugh one more time before you die and it's on the west side so it's safer it's on the west side so it's a bit safer we can run to the beach and <laughs> yep. just go for a little swim if we need to that's right and then uh, and, and yeah Savage Snowflake end of the world show Jeff Leach thanks guys thank you Jeff Doc um, I don't have my own show but um, you're going to be on mine you're going to be on mine next month I'd love to yeah thank you <laughs> I have that. a Twitter uh, account that I started not so long ago it's at seismologist oh um, you got at seismologist. I do have at seismologist. That's awesome. That's that's hot real estate. <laughs> I think I'm not sure. <laughs> I think the handle is hot right now. Yeah. So the photos. If he's going to be posting headshots in there, yeah, please. Uh, do I want to see some leather patch. I don't know if you're just putting open all the way down. But yeah, at least like one every other one. You got to put a picture yeah. of yourself. Don't right? like Instagram thought it up, but like yeah. throw in a shirt. Let's pick every like week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was just out on site today. It was so hot under that baking California sun. Boom. Yeah. Shirtless uh, pick. Hate to disappoint you. It's mostly, you know, formally about magnitude. No, that's not true. <laughs> oh. Um, so wait, what is it then? Amazing Twitter. You can't go check it out. No, I'm not very active, but I'd 
I'm trying to get more into it, man. <laughs> okay. Is it just but it, doesn't, it doesn't come natural to me. I'm super glad you're not active on Twitter because I feel like mm -hmm. people who do academic things and actually are trying to do something worthwhile yeah. shouldn't be looking at that shit. Right, right. I mean? You haven't no, got time for good, that. No, it's a, it's a good way uh, for outreach and to talk, you know, about earthquake preparedness. That's true, that's talk true. about oh, you know myths, like the, for example, so the prediction crazies that try to you know cheat everybody. Right. You like debunking the conspiracies. Yes, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. good. That's smart. So it's not you like commenting on the Bachelor. It's like you saying, not much. Be prepared. Get some water. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. Okay, so great. So follow. The Earth didn't move for the Bachelor in his latest date. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, you know what? Maybe we can come up with tweets that are yeah for him, and then you can put them out. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff, seismology puns. Absolutely. Did I say that right? No, it's seismology. I'm a fucking schmuck, man. Seismology. I was with you, dude. I was with you. I was 100 percent invested, and I didn't know that that was wrong either. Yeah. But the Twitter is at seismologist. Nice. Oh, that's the pun. Oh, okay. So I didn't get it from nowhere. Who's got seismology? At seismology. Yeah, did Who's you try that? that? I don't know. Oh, you just went for the joke straight I up. I love that. Right, nice. This guy's smart as hell, man. Love this guy's it. sharp as a tack. Quick as a whip. As epic as a 9.1. Six. Oh, 9.6. That's the big one. That's what happened in the San Andreas film. Okay. Right. It, it would yeah. have been the biggest one ever recorded. And I wanted to do the back of the envelope ca calculation before I come here, but I didn't. But I think if you had a uh, 9.6 on the San Andreas fault, mm -hmm. it would go all the way to Alaska and probably beyond. Whoa. So there should be a San Andreas too, where it's just following this thing up. So that, yeah, maybe it goes all the way around. Bunch the of and the rock has to fight a polar bear. Yeah. Moose falling a, into the gaps. Yeah. He needs a helicopter cool. with a bigger, bigger tank. Yeah. yeah. And that's what he says at some point. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger tank. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for joining me. I feel like I could talk about these earthquakes in this movie with you forever, uh, but I'll see you next time. If there's a second one. Yeah, you're going to come do mine. Oh, I guess, yeah, I'll see you on your show. Yeah. Okay, great. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bad Science is hosted and produced by me, Ethan Edinburgh. Our associate producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is Lucas Bollinger. And the executive prediction systems don't really exist, which is unfortunate, Usur, is Brett Kushner. Follow us on Instagram at Bad Science Show. That's at Bad Science Show. Or feel free to send us an email, badscienceatseeker.com. That's badscienceatseeker.com. Let us know what you think about the show, any movies we should do in the future. I always appreciate getting your emails. And, of course, leave us an iTunes review. You. That lets other people hear about the show, and I'll see you all next week. Bye.